Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Mofis, and today we're chatting with NDP candidate for the upcoming by-election, Ariana Mancini. Now, Ariana, we're going to start us off nice and easy, just a simple question, and that's what would you say makes you a local? Oh, well, my partner Craig and I, uh, we came to Fort McMurray about uh, 12 years ago, and um Back in the day, Craig was finishing up his fire training and I was uh, finishing up my education degree with the Faculté Saint-Jean. And we were so lucky. Uh, We both got hired on uh, here in Fort McMurray roughly at the same time. So uh, on a wing and a hope, we packed up the U-Haul and we came to Fort McMurray. And uh, little did we know, though, that things were just booming here in the city at that time and everyone was hiring and there were so many jobs and it didn't seem like there were enough people so we just like we really couldn't believe our luck and and then like something amazing happened and it was this you know our colleagues in the city like embraced us and we were amazed at how welcoming and uh, accepting our colleagues were they ensured that we had like everything we needed from finding a place to live to inviting us out Friday nights for drinks and games. And and they, they knew exactly what to do because it seemed at that time like everybody had been in our shoes, which was, you know, brand new to this place and away from family and away from home. And um, the generosity of the city, of the people and the genuine care we felt was unmatched to anywhere else we'd ever been. So I've had time to watch our community and to experience what it means to live here. We arrived during the boom times and we have felt those hard economic downturns too. Craig and I were both here during the fire and Craig fought during the fire. And we were sandbagging along with all the other Fort McMurrayans during the flood. So um, I feel like Craig and I have been here every step of the way. And so I think uh, we have a really good feel of what it means to be uh, part of this community and what it means to be uh, a Fort McMurrayan. Well, definitely. Yeah, you, you 100% pulled through through what would be deemed some of the very low points that Fort McMurray has ever seen in the Wood Buffalo area. And uh, you helped out and stuck around for sure. And, and if somehow people didn't know, you are a teacher here as well. And why? So you're already a teacher, full-time. Why are you choosing to also... You're running in the upcoming by-election. Yes, I am. Well, I think the answer, honestly, Adam, is really simple. I'm running for the families of this region. I'm I'm running to fight for my students and the children here of Fort McMurray. I see all of the struggles 
that they've been going through for the past 12 years. And seems like things are getting harder. Things are getting tighter. And, and, and they deserve a voice. They deserve to have someone advocate on their behalf. And so I'm running and I'm running for them. And then, yeah, that kind of leads right into my next question. And that is, let's, uh, you know, if a uh, by-election comes, you win. What changes are you hoping to bring into the area? Well, I'm so glad you asked that <laughs> question because I'm just full of ideas. But my top three, my top three concerns are definitely the affordability for people uh, in this region, um, access to health care. And of course, strengthening our public education system. So what I'm hearing on this doorstep here, Adam, and I mean, anyone who lives here already knows that it's an expensive place to live. It's an expensive place to raise your family. Um, 10 years ago, home prices were like through the roof. Um, It was hard to get a home. And now we're seeing the cost of living uh, just skyrocket for everyone it doesn't it doesn't matter where you're where you fall on that economic scale uh, everyone's seeing um their cost of living go up so everything from personal income tax to property tax we are talking school fees tuition utilities auto insurance i mean the list is like goes on and on and on and and people aren't getting a break And what I'm hearing on the doorstep is that things are tight. I mean, really tight. We've been through a really tough time, not just the wildfire, not just the flood, but we've had a huge economic downturn here in our area. And um, salaries aren't what they used to be. And overtime's been cut. And people have been put on temporary contracts. So I can see this in the families and in the students you know, at my job, and they don't have the un- income that they used to have. And, um, and we have the UCP to thank for that. So and, and coming to this gig, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very stressful. There's going to be so much on your plate. Uh, what kind of strengths uh, do you believe your teaching background will give you in this new role? I think most teachers and I would like to include myself in there. We're over preparers. We, uh, we love to not just prepare, but over-prepare for uh, every, every scenario, and we're planners. And, uh, and we like to look at the evidence, too, if I may. So when we are, are looking to, to make changes, when we're looking to um, implement something new, you know, it's not just on out of left field or this doesn't just come from what we think would be would be you know what would what we think would be best um we really look to um to research we look to evidence and we make sure that we're really well organized and that we're planned and prepared and that we listen to all the discussion that we listen to all different types of opinions and thoughts and ideas because regardless of political stripe, good ideas can come from anywhere. So I think that that's what my education background uh, would help bring to this uh, to this position. Well, thank you, Ariana. And we're just going to take our first break here in Fort McMurray Matters. But when we come back, we're going to keep chatting with NDP candidate for the upcoming by-election, Ariana Mancini. 
We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back here with Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, we're chatting with NDB candidate for the upcoming by-election, Ariana Mancini. Now, Ariana, just before the break, we have been talking about your education background and how that's going to help if you were to get elected. But I want to know, with COVID having taken place over the last two years, it has definitely shown a lot of the cracks in our healthcare system. Now, what would you or perhaps your NDP party do to help out the healthcare in our province, whether it's, you know, the, for instance, the lack of physicians? Well, that's a really good question. You know, I, I know that um, the NDP wouldn't have picked a fight with doctors and nurses during a pandemic. I think that is um, the last place they would have gone. And I believe that um, regardless of a pandemic or not, that's not any way to strengthen services in our province or any way to um, build relationships. We've got a record number of people in hospital right now. We've got the UCP who are laying off um, healthcare workers in the midst of this pandemic. And um, we've got frontline workers who were cleaning hospital sheets, you know, um, for the past two years. And instead of getting a thank you, uh, they're getting a layoff notice. It's been hostile to say the least. And so if we're going to keep doctors and if we're going to keep nurses, then we need to build strong, respectful, and collegiate relationships. Like that's the bottom line. And when people are going through a tough time, like when nurses and doctors say they're exhausted, and when they say that our system is on the brink of collapse, it's the government's responsibility to listen and to plan for that. So we're not going to, you know, uh, pull an ostrich and, and, and duck our heads into the sand. The NDP are there to build these relationships and we're there to support frontline workers and to give them what they need, especially when uh, emergency situations hit like the pandemic. And, and you had mentioned, you know, some of the stresses that physicians are going through and then also, well, just people in general and you being a mm-hmm. teacher the stresses and mental health crisis, I guess, that is only going to be worse if the NDP were to get in. Like they will be inheriting um, a lot of people uh, with COVID fatigue, with uh, long COVID symptoms, with uh, mental health issues. How is the NDP and uh, even yourself here locally gonna help with that? Yeah, that's a really good question. Well, I know that What we're seeing here, um, what teachers are seeing here, are kids who are mentally exhausted. I mean, they're physically exhausted as well, but they're, they're mentally exhausted. And if you ask any teacher in the region, they're going to tell you that what students need most are mental health supports. And I'm running with Rachel, not Lee, who understands that need and who supports it 120%. And so um, for all the listeners out there, I mean, you can easily go and check this out for yourself, but should 
should they be elected, should we be elected, there is going to be a major emphasis on mental health supports for the students in our region. And we're looking at at least putting at least, at least one mental health uh, expert in every single school. And I'm sure that, um, you know, parents would want to hear that. They want to know that their that their students, that their children are being looked after because these things don't turn off just because you leave home and you come to school or just because you leave school and go to go home. Like these issues are um, weighing heavy on our children and they need our support now more than ever. They're looking for guidance on, you know, how to handle these big emotions because all of the adults in their life are going through big emotions themselves. So yes, yeah, so that is a big priority for me. I see it in my uh, in, at my work. Uh, my colleagues see it, and I'm proud to say that the party that I'm running for sees it too and is making it a big priority um, in in the upcoming election. We are just going to take our last break here in Fort McMurray Matters, but when we come back, we're going to be joined once again by NDP candidate for the upcoming by-election, Ariana Mancini. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back here to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, we're having a talk with NDP candidate for the upcoming by-election, Ariana Mancini. Now, Ariana, there are two, there's a good thing and a bad thing about social media. And the good thing is, is that you can read about what everybody's thinking at any time. The bad thing is, you can read about what everybody's thinking at any time. And one of the things you read on social media and other sources is that people seem to believe that the NDP are anti-energy industry. And the Fort McMurray, Wood Buffalo area is very pro-energy industry. What do you have to say about that? It's a, it's a big misnomer. People would love to pigeonhole the NDP as not being supporters. But, but in fact, we are. And I myself, I would not be here in Fort McMurray. I would not have the job I have. My partner would not have the job he has if it weren't for our oil and gas industry, I really have to thank the, yeah, our local industry for um, supplying the jobs because they supply the families and the people to come and live here. And so, um, no, we are definitely huge uh, proponents um, and we champion our oil and gas industry. They are the backbone of our community. And quite frankly, the premier who got a pipeline to Tidewater is Rachel Notley. TMX is under construction right now, and it's going to support the industry in, in our region tremendously. It's going to create new markets geographically, which is going to be very important um, because it's going to open up new sectors of the economy by turning our oil and gas products into different value added products. Uh, these new products are not going to be exposed to the volatility of global markets. And we know that when the price of oil and gas drops, we feel it and we feel it hard, especially here. And it hurts. And I don't want families to lose their jobs because I've seen it or their homes 
Uh, and I want them to continue to have a place here in our community because this is where they belong. So our party definitely supports oil and gas, and so do I. And to kind of go along with that question, I don't know how much you will be able to answer on this one, but that is obviously the the topic that Rachel Notley is the comments used or in the back pocket of the prime minister and and wanting to help push his carbon tax. And I don't know what you can say on that. Adam, you know what? I I would say that Rachel Notley is a very independent thinker and that she's not in the back pockets of anyone. She works in the best interest of our province and it for our industry and for the people who live here. And she's definitely, you know, going to implement evidence-based policies that work for everyone and that are in the best interest not only of of our province but for our economy as well. So um I'm I'm sure that's I'm afraid that's all I could really say on that. So, and then another thing with uh, why is the vote for this by-election, this Fort McMurray Lacklebish by-election, why is this so important? Well, every election is important, and the by-election is absolutely no different. When I'm hearing on the doorstep of the people are tired. That people are angry, people are frustrated, and people are having to make extremely tough decisions between making the mortgage payment or buying food for the month. And they are really, they're tired. They're tired of all of this UCP political infighting that they're seeing on the news. And they're really frustrated at feeling that they have been put last in terms of uh, provincial priority, that everything else matters but their situation. Yeah, people don't care about the party drama. They want serious issues dealt with here at home. And I'm focused on the families of this region. I'm focused on making sure that ambulance gets sent to the right location. I'm focused on making sure that our kids have a viable future with an appropriate curriculum being presented in schools. And I'm here for the people of this region because their issues matter. And my amazing volunteers and I are outdoor knocking and we're hearing that people are ready for change. And just to kind of end us off here, of course, like let's leave us off on a super good note. And that is how if somebody wants to support you to support the NDP, to help out, to volunteer, to donate, whichever, how how could they even go about doing that? Well, we're on all social media. They can look me up there. Uh, The name is Ariana Mancini. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And there's uh, definitely links uh, there to donate. And there's links set up, too, to the website where people can put their name for to volunteer some of their time. And we're always super appreciative of of all of our volunteers. So, um, And don't feel and don't be afraid to send me a direct message as well. I'm always checking it and we'll get back to people as uh, as soon as as soon as we can. So check out the website, check us out on social media and we'll get back to you. Thank you very much, Ariana. I do really appreciate you joining me and chatting with me today. And I hope this is just the first of many.
Adam, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thanks again for joining us, Ariana. I do really appreciate it. And just remember that Mix 103.7 in Fort McMurray Matters is not affiliated with any political party. We are simply a neutral source. That is all the time we have for today on Fort McMurray Matters. But if you missed it and you want to hear more, you can head to our website, mix1037fm.com, where a fresh episode of the podcast is uploaded every day. Just click on the news section. I'm Adam Ophis. Talk with you again tomorrow. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.